I don't know whether you can hear me or not. Maybe some of what I'm saying will echo through. Welcome back to Trust God, bro. Episode 17. Relationships, a mess worth making. Relationships. <laughs> I'm sorry. I'm just, I was trying to get oh. it hyped up. But today I'm with Brandon. I'm going to butcher your last name. Goose. I just call you Goose. Yeah, uh, I'm Brandon Gustafson. I'm a sophomore here at Illinois State. I'm involved with campus outreach. So roll birds. So well, yeah, yeah. Fill us in a little bit on yourself. Like, what's your favorite pop tart flavor, and what do you enjoy doing in life? Um, I don't have a favorite pop tart flavor, but when I did eat pop tarts, it would be blueberry. <laughs> um, I think some things I like to do are like sports, big basketball and soccer guy. Um, and I also just like hanging out with people. You know, Dayton's a great guy to hang out with, so it's always fun to be around. Brandon's a ton of fun. So, and um, when did you become a Christian? Uh, so I became a Christian in February of 2020 this year, or last year, I guess. Um, yeah. So basically, uh, we were at a cabin retreat uh, for our ministry on campus, and uh, it was just one of the talks there. It was just at that point where I'm like, I think it's time where I can commit myself to. Christianity. Yeah. So uh, yeah. I did and very good decision for me. So mm. uh, I'm happy I did. Yeah, man. I mean, there's nothing really better than that. Of like you, you can kind of surrender those idols. Like nothing, it doesn't all become easy at once, you know, but like you can kind of start to like see of like, this is like for my good, even though it might be harder in some ways. Um, but I think relationships is super foundational. The Christian like life, it's like one of the first things after you like start having like learn how to have a right relationship with God is how do you have a right relationship with other people as a new Christian. And so like there's this book called Relationships, A Mess Worth Making. And we pretty much like it, um, a lot of people really, really like it. <laughs> yeah. Uh-huh. I was, I was recommended yeah. uh, to read it and uh, it really opened my eyes to a lot of things. So uh, it just really made me think of how difficult relationships could be, but mm-hmm. they are also a mess that maybe is worth making. Yeah. Yeah. Like the title says, and, Mm -hmm. um, I'm not going to say it's the Bible, but it, it takes things from the Bible and it kind of just breaks it down. He writes really good stories. So if you want to check it out, um, I'll leave it in the description. Um, but just to start off, it's like, why are relationships a mess worth making? Like, why should I invest in relationships? I like, I'm just caring about myself here, you know, and Mm -hmm. what's the purpose? Yeah, um, I mean, that's a great question. Uh, I know the book, like, first first paragraph or first chapter, they say, uh, why bother with a relationship or making a relationship? And I guess the reason that they gave for it was because God did. And, I mean, when I read that, I was like, okay, I could see where that goes. And I really, like, started thinking about it. And he really, God really did make a relationship with all of us, mm-hmm. who, no matter if we believed in him or not. And... I just think it's really, like, important to see, like, if he has the time for us to make relationships with us, I think it's right that we should make relationships with other people, no matter if they're Christians or non-Christians. I think just relationships in general could be a really good thing for for you to have with other people and everybody. Yeah. No, absolutely. I think one thing to clarify is we're not just talking about romantic relationships. I think when you mm-hmm. hear this book, it's the first thing you think, and that's really 
one of the minor parts of the book. Really, it's about all your relationships with your family, your friends, and all that jazz. And so um, one of the things with the book is it just shows you how much, like, God has, like, done for us. And there's actually, um, I mean, like, in life, there's only two things that really last forever. And one of those is God's word. And the other one is relationships and yep. like souls, human souls. And so I think that's why, um, the, the relationships that we have are leaving a lasting, you know, legacy and, and a lot of stuff. So, mm-hmm. yeah. Um, do you have a, you have a verse there for us? Um, yeah. Okay. So, you want to pull it out? Yeah. All right. Uh, so the verse I had, uh, pulled up was Psalm 22, uh, verses one and two which says, uh, my God, my God, why have you forsaken me? Why are you so far from saving me from the words of my groaning? Oh my God, I cry by day, but you do not answer. And by night, but I find no rest. Mm-hmm. And uh, I really like, I like that uh, verse because in a sense, it's just kind of telling you that relationships aren't always meeting the expectations you set for them. Like you may think that relationships are going to be like really easy and really simple, but there's a lot more challenges than than you originally can think could be involved with relationships. I mean, in the second, uh, in the second verse, it's, uh, I cry by day, but you do not answer. And I think, uh, that really like can show us our, through our everyday lives. It's like, even when we're like struggling, if somebody, if you think somebody might not always be listening, mm-hmm. they might, they probably still are listening. Like God's always there with you. He always knows what you're talking about and he mm-hmm. hears you no matter what. So, mm-hmm. so I just think that's really important to, think about yeah and the more you take that in and i'm going to mention this once and it's going to be the thing we're going to hit again when you take in the vertical love and acceptance from god you can have a right relationship with your wait did i say horizontal vertical okay when you have a relationship with your vertical with Mm -hmm. god and you receive that then you can display it and have your horizontal relationships met because all your needs are already being met from god and so we're going to keep hitting on that but I guess the next question might be, I don't know, curveball for you or what? But, no, I'm just joking. It's why are relationships messy? So it's in the title. It's like relationships, a mess worth making. And I think, that, I mean, that word is very important. So why are relationships messy? Or in this case, I guess the title of this podcast is hard. Like why are they hard or messy? Yeah, um, I think uh, with that question, I, I like segueing into like um, how like sinning can happen in your relationships. So like, everybody, everybody sins and like, we're not always perfect. And knowing how to work and deal with like these sins in a relationship can be really important because if you were like, say you like lie to somebody and you might not forgive them right away, but I mean, you got to understand that people do make mistakes and God will forgive you for those. Mm -hmm. And maybe you should think about forgiving that person if they were to be dishonest with you or something that you weren't completely a fan of that they did. Yeah. Um, I really think that's a big thing and yeah i mean yeah so say i take a hammer or a baseball bat and hit someone's mailbox and afterwards i'm kind of like i get in trouble so it's like i know i'm forgiven by god though so it's all good right you might think like oh everything's fine it's i just smashed somebody's mailbox Uh but in reality it's like no definitely it's not okay for you to do that i don't think (laughs) i don't think that would be a very wise decision and i do not recommend you do that yeah um but I mean, maybe if you're just completely, if you're just honest and you just admit that your mistakes have, like, if you did the wrong thing and Mm -hmm. you made these mistakes, maybe these people, maybe somebody will forgive you or maybe you will be forgiven in the future. 
Hmm. But I think holding grudges is something that a lot of people do that doesn't always work out very well. Yeah, yeah. And um, I guess I was asking it more from the standpoint of like, if God will forgive me, then why don't I just keep sinning, Mm -hmm. you know? And like, from that case, like, what do you think? Yeah, if you just keep sinning, then I don't really think you're going to like, you're truly getting the point of like God's forgiveness. Mm -hmm. I think there's limits to things like that. Mm -hmm. And I think you might be going into it wrong if you're just, you keep on sinning and you just keep on doing these things these regretful things over and over. I just, there's like a lot more to it, I would say, than Hmm. just like keep on sinning and keep on doing bad things. Yeah. No, I mean, I agree. That's like Mm -hmm. the whole point of like Romans 6. And J.I. Packer, he like wrote Knowing God, and he says justification isn't just like the remission of sins, but it's also part of it is our adoption into God's family. And you just see it's like we underestimate how much, God has done for us is not just the forgiveness of sins, but it's also a new heart, a new creation. You're welcomed into his family. And so, um, yeah, no, I think that that's good advice. So, uh, back to the sin and like why relationships are messy. Um, I think like, have you experienced messy relationships? Is this something that you, um, like, do you have any examples for us of when times have gone wrong or? Uh, yeah. I mean, so of course I wasn't always Christian and Mm -hmm. I think I really like resemble or I really like take care of my relationships better now than I did before and I know in high school there was a time where uh, I wasn't always um so one of my friends uh I like so I stole some money from him and I never told him and he always kept like wondering where it went Mm -hmm. and I was just never honest with him and I knew there was guilt inside of me that was like I Hmm. should tell him but I never did and then once he found out that, like, once I did say something and he found out, he, like, completely cut me off, like, being my friend, like, understandably, because mm-hmm. I wasn't being honest. And uh, I think a few weeks later, I try, I just went up to him and I just fully apologized and I said I was really sorry and everything. And he did forgive me and we ended up being friends again. But I really think, like, that is one, like, time where, like, God's grace was with me, even mm-hmm. if I wasn't fully a Christian. It's like me knowing that I have to apologize and me fully like understanding that this is like wrong what I did and mm. fully like um like understanding what I did and just fully apologizing I think it really helped me in the end and wow. I think it was just really good to see that he accepted it yeah no absolutely that's like super cool um just like God's grace was working in your life even mm-hmm. before you're Christian just like common grace to people and um I mean like for me too it's like it's just a part of, like, who we are. And um, as a Christian, like, we can grow in these things. Like, it's not like um, we're without hope and actually we're overcomers. Like, there's we can have success and killing sin and becoming um, closer to God. And, but, like, for me, it's like um, I just, like, I like to not tell, I have a tendency to not tell the whole truth, which is a lie. I, I, I feel like I'm just, like, lie a decent amount where just recently I was thinking about this of like man I just like hold back something and you realize how like hurtful that is to someone and so it's just like our tendencies are like the the breath we breathe is to go against the law to go against what God's and which is in turn like hurting people you know we want to lust we want to cheat and Mm -hmm. and so it's like it's a part of because of the fall and our our default nature to sin but there's this redemption that we're going to see about how we can 
um, now we can walk in a new light and those things can go away. Uh, I guess another thing I want to mention too was like, I mean, even the people you most admire. So this we're talking about when we kind of dish it to other people and you said how some people dish it to you and like even like my dad, he's super godly. And um, but one time we were in the car and in the truck, we're going somewhere and we're kids going nah, 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 nah. <laughs> yeah. and he gets super mad and he, I don't know what he said but he's like no he cl- clicks the button on the radio breaks the button so mm-hmm. it's like it's like yeah. totally broken like it looks terrible and just like you can kind of see the inside of the radio <laughs> and for the rest of the time he had that car that truck he would look at that and he would see it's like man I remember that time I lost my anger and us kids would look at it and be like man remember that time got dad got really mad at us <laughs> you know talking to yeah. him and so there's these situations that whether it's heat, maybe weren't, maybe it's not something entirely sinful like just talking, but because of sin in the world, um, the the way we we want to reach out is not the best way sometimes. So, anyways, the point is, we are sinful. It's in our blood, and it's why relationships are messy. And so, yeah, mm-hmm. going back to what we have, um, yeah, you were, did you have anything else with that part? Um, I mean, I guess the only other little thing I kind of had for. That was like, it's 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 good to hold each other like accountable when problems al- arise in like your mm-hmm. relationships with others, because like, it's not gonna be always fully like, per. It's not. It's never gonna be a perfect relationship. Mm-hmm. Things are gonna go wrong, and I think if both of you like, like work through God's grace and and mercy, I think, I think everything will be good in the end, and you'll just you'll just be happier with the outcome if you just look into it deeply through like. The lens of like, what would God do in this mm-hmm. situation? Yeah, um, yeah, that's helpful. Um, yeah. So I guess something else is like, let's talk about the redemption. Like, how mm-hmm. can I live in a redeemed relationship? And specifically, um, say I'm living in a redeemed relationship, but something really terrible happens to a family member or a friend. Uh, say sickness or. Maybe they don't want to follow Jesus anymore or something hard. How do you, how can you have a good relationship with that person? So I think something the book keeps coming back to is that we can't have a good horizontal relationship with other people if we don't have a good vertical relationship with God. And Mm -hmm. so when you receive and see how much I've been forgiven and now how much more I can go forward or I've been shown mercy and so I can be merciful to other people. And so I think just seeing how you've been chosen, accepted, and loved by God helps you channel that towards other people. So channel is like kind of weird word. I'm not trying to be mm-hmm. weird. But so I guess what I'm saying is when someone is being really difficult to you and it's really hard to love them and you can pull that moment out in your mind. I'm sure it's happened maybe recently. Think about how much God has done for you and then that love, acceptance, and that God has given you and bend that towards them. And be, because of how much you've been accepted already, you don't need the acceptance of other people. And so it really, um, it's coming back to like having this right relationship with God, yeah. um, which is available to us through Jesus because he was rejected. He was despised. He was, um, everyone hated him, yet he still loved Mm-hmm. you know, everyone that was in his life, you know, his disciples left him on the cross and he chose to love them. And so because Jesus did that, we can also do that to other people, not because of like we're willpower or grit or being sheer 
obedience, but because of how much Jesus has done. Uh, does that make sense? Yeah, I yeah. Okay. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, yeah, I think it just all comes down to, like, treating others the way you would want to be treated, I guess. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. And uh, more of, like, um, like, don't let others control how you would feel towards people, I guess. Mm-hmm. It's like, if you do what you truly think is right... Um, it's probably going to be the right decision. Yeah. Especially if you're looking through the lens of like Jesus and God. It's like mm-hmm. Jesus didn't fully care what people thought about him. He was just mm-hmm. doing everything that he thought was right for him. Mm-hmm. And I think it. He he was a he was a very looked upon figure, and mm-hmm. I think it was just really good for people to see like how he how he thought and yeah. everything. Yeah. Yeah, no, he lived with first obedience to God, mm-hmm. but with his first obedience to God, it allowed him to like actually like love others. And you know, in Philippians it says, count others more significant than yourselves. And this is pretty much what Jesus did. He counted everyone else better than himself. He said, like, I don't count my life of any value, nor is precious to myself. If only I finish why God has like put me here and yeah. to restore and redeem the world. And so, um, it just gives you a higher purpose than to serve yourself, you know? Yeah. It's like, at the end of the day, it's like, um, there. it's pretty simple. It's like we can serve ourselves, or we can serve God, and serving God's the way we can love other people. And even the times, if we're not loving God and we want to be really nice to someone, say um, someone at the grocery store cut me in line, and I want to be really nice to them, you mm-hmm. know, it's the, if I'm not loving God out of it, I'm going to be doing it for a reason that's, like, for myself to look good or something like that. Yeah, you're just doing it for, like, the wrong reasons at that point. Yeah, and I'm not saying that's a bad thing. Mm-hmm. That's a good thing um, because in the end, we we want those things to turn into a love for God. And so that that's another topic for another time probably. Yeah. Um, okay, mm-hmm. I guess the next question I have is why are relationships, like, w- what are some re- obstacles that get in the way of us having these redeemed relationships? Like, what are things that get in the way? Yeah, I mean, so I know in the book, uh, in one of the chapters I talked about obstacles, I know that uh, they took a view on, like, how some things, like, some like some good things can become obstacles, like um, your comfort or pleasure, your recognition, like power, mm-hmm. control, acceptance, those types of things. And I think, like... They go. They do really good with going in depth of like, if things are going like really well for you, there's there could still be problems in that that you're not necessarily seeing like right firsthand. Mm-hmm. It's like if I feel like I'm being a really good friend in a relationship, mm-hmm. and somebody else is telling me like maybe you're not being such a good friend. It's like sometimes maybe I'm overlooking those like smaller things that are like mm-hmm. that are like not making me think the same as them mm-hmm. and. It's sometimes getting the feedback from the other person could be really good just to see, like, maybe you're not seeing the full, like, effect of how you want that relationship to be. Mm-hmm. And somebody else is seeing a different side of it than you are, mm-hmm. per se. Yeah. So, and so you said some of those um, obstacles could be my own comfort, you know, what did you say? Pleasure, mm-hmm. recognition, power, control, and acceptance. Yeah. Like, what does that look like? Why would that be an obstacle for relationships? Um, I think, yeah, so, for example, I'm going to go with, like, your recognition or, like, your control. If you let, like, those things get, like, like take you over too much, sometimes that's not always a good thing. Or, like, I guess in other words, like, you sometimes if you're not being humble about things... Mm-hmm 
like that's not always a good thing. It's like when you're like not being humble, you're essentially just like not fully like seeing yourself for like what you like what people truly are. Mm-hmm. Or I, I guess I don't know exactly how I'm trying to put into words, yeah. but I guess I think you kind of know what I'm saying. But. Yeah. So you're saying people become an ends to a need almost. So mm-hmm. say I have this um, idol of um, you know power and um, control and so maybe maybe I'm like being like really nice to someone um, so I can get control over maybe I, I want them to respect me or I want acceptance from them. Yeah and it could turn into like more of like a self-centered and like selfish type thing. Mm-hmm. It's like if, if you're like loving yourself too much you're probably just going to be more self-centered and you're not going to truly care that much about other people in those relationships. Yeah. And why is that important? I guess this may be a hard question, but why is that important when relationships get hard? Like, why Why don't I just retreat? Like, say someone, this, this hard situation's happening, I'm really wanting to just retreat. Why, why don't I just care about number uno and just retreat? Yeah, I think, <laughs> yeah, that, that's definitely a good question. I think it's, it's like, um... Because if you're focusing on one thing too much, that also means you're, like, forgetting about other things that also can make this relationship mm-hmm. work. So I feel like if you're putting all your, like, your, like, force or all your effort into one, like, one thing, like, say you're putting all your effort into, like, trying to, like, be very, like, comfortable with this one person. Mm-hmm. But say you're not, like, fully, like, accepting them as a person. Uh-huh. Like, if you're putting too much control into this one thing, that other, like, that other problem you could have... If you're just forgetting about it, that could potentially make things worse. Mm-hmm. So I think, I think it's important to try to balance it the best you can. But if like you do start looking at um, that like one thing too much, it I think it really can hurt you more than benefit you. Yeah. No. Yeah. That's good. Um, so moving on. Okay. <laughs> mm-hmm. So, okay. At the end of the book, there's a chapter two on hope. Mm-hmm. Um, there's a chapter on forgiveness. And a chapter on hope. And so I hope from what you can tell so far about how forgiveness works in our lives, um, because you've been forgiven much, um, you can forgive. And um, forgiveness doesn't start until you can really accept that from God, that you can let go of something that really hard that happened. And that doesn't mean you'll forget it, um, but it does mean that you will treat that other person as if it never happened because God does not treat you as if sin is still... He doesn't hold sin over your head. He says, hey, you know, hey, don't do that. I'm, I'm going to, you know, I remember this time you sinned? Hey, you shouldn't do that. I'm going to bring this on you. I'm going to bring my wrath on you. But it's like, no, it's fully satisfied. It's fully forgiven. And so when you have a relationship with someone, you can fully forgive them. Um, and so the next part I want to talk about a little bit was hope. And there's a chapter on hope and kind of dreaming. I, I really like this chapter because... I think it's kind of the heartbeat of why you should invest in relationships. So um, I was watching the movie Soul. Instant Family. Okay. Not Soul. Sorry. Okay, yeah. Instant Family. And in it, they, they look at homes and, you know, they, they fix them up. Fix yeah. their uppers. Yep. And then you, they, they decide to get a family um, and they adopt. And so they, they think it's similar that like having like fixing up houses. And I think it is similar in a lot of ways too. Of like when you look at a house and it's all broken down, but you look at it and you can see how much potential there is if someone came in and changed it. And so the same way 
God, when he comes into a house, he can fix it up and make it look beautiful, even though if it's Mm -hmm. in disrepair, um, you can just see how much potential there is for it to change and how much good it could do if God were to change it. And he, God wants to use us as conduits for that. He wants to like love us. His love is going for a purpose. It's going in a direction and that's to Mm -hmm. his glory. And the way he does that is through people interacting with other people to share the gospel, to um, do the hard things and get in hard relationships and stuff like that. So, yeah. Um, yeah, I mean, hope is definitely like a really big thing when, when you're like in a relation when you're in relationships with people, no matter what the relationship Mm -hmm. could be. And I think just looking at like, the like just looking at like the Christ-like change that has happened in your life so far and looking forward at it in the future i think that just initially just gives you the hope to be like okay i think i could do this and yeah yeah that's awesome keep going and then um like if you already have that in your head and you have that mindset you're you're going to be you're going to be doing pretty well i think and it's just always good to hear of like when people are telling you like I've I've been changed this way or I've been mm-hmm. changed that way. And I think a lot of that is through hope mm-hmm. and how people are <clears throat> perceiving what they're like they're seeing or like how they're reading their Bibles and their books on like Christ, Christian views and stuff. Sure. I think it's just I think hope is like one of the really, really big things that I mean a lot of people are really good with, but also a lot of people struggle with them. Yeah. Like I know my hope isn't like I don't always have like a lot of hope in myself all the time. Like yeah. I'll like question a lot of things and I won't always be as strong as I think I am. Hmm. So I just think in relationships, if you like have hope and like you you and the other person are kinda on the same page, I think it's like it's a really good thing to like focus on per se. Yes. And the thing is our natural inclination is say Things will never change. It's always going to be the way it is. It's hopeless. Mm -hmm. And then it just sends you in this set. But the thing you said that I thought was super good was that if God can change me, if he can redeem me, and he could redeem Saul to Paul, you know, save the the worst guy pretty much in existence almost, Mm -hmm. um, one one of the worst guys. If he can save him, redeem him, then surely he can change whoever's in your life. And Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I, I use this one a lot and when it comes to evangelism, and I'm trying to share my faith with people. Um, sometimes you can just look and see, it's like, hey, they, they might have a messed up life in some ways, but think about how much God could do if he worked in their life. And so I think it just gives hope and motivation to go to the people that maybe are kind of like scary to talk to or, or whatever, because you can see how much God can use um, them and, and kind of flip their life around. Yeah, and I mean, I just think in general, hope is just tough. I mean, our relationships aren't really going to live up to our expectations. And like, sometimes you might not be in the right mindset to think, oh, I'm thinking, I'm going to think positive about this. Sometimes you're just down in the dumps and you're sometimes mm. thinking negative. And I just, um, I think that <clears throat> as long as you have hope in a relationship, mm-hmm. things will pro- will work out well yeah mm-hmm. i think that's definitely one of the way bigger things that can make relationships work really well yeah and it's like and the thing is we're not hoping in something that's off in the distance it's not wishful thinking hence the bible says hope in god mm-hmm. um and it, because god will never let us down he he really can there are promises that he gives us that he'll take hearts of stone and give them hearts of flesh yeah and he's he's making a new kingdom new people that love him and hate sin 
And those are promises that you can ask God, will you do this in this person's life? And I think it's just um, really powerful because there, it's not like this 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 positive thinking, um, but it's it's gospel thinking that was like, hey, I know that they sinned against me or whatever, but I know that God, he can do so much more in their life. And so I'm still going to love you, even though you hate my guts right now. Or even if you don't want me around, it's like, hey, I'm still going to love you. And so, um, <clears throat> yeah, I think that's one application too, if you're, you're listening to this, of like uh, relationships that maybe you title as toxic, I would say don't give up on your relationships, but continue to love people. And I'm saying um, there is a point of maybe abuse that you're going through, and I'm not going to give you a one-all, be-all thing. No, but yeah. Just kind of um, give some discernment to it, and I would say really um, just pursue people even when it's hard. Yeah, I mean, going off that, I mean, I know God wants us to be, like, humble, patient, kind, all these types of things. And even when, like, we've been treated badly or we haven't, when we think we haven't been treated right, I think just having hope really just puts you in the mindset to be like, okay, I could fix this or things can change. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Um, no, that's awesome. And it's just, it's, it's a beautiful thing to think about. Um, this image that Christ has given us in heaven when all the nations are gathered around, like rejoicing around his throne, and there's still going to be work in heaven. We're still going to have, well, we're going to have these redeemed relationships Mm-hmm. And so it's like right now, it's like, Brandon, I care about you a lot, yeah. but there's still something in my heart that makes it hard and not even just hard, but I do things to you or whatever that are sinful. Maybe it's thoughts or stuff like that. But in heaven, everything we're enjoying right now, it's going to be so much better. And so think about your best relationship on earth and maybe it, um, it's your parents or uh, a friend you care about and it's going to be so much better in heaven. It's so much more than you can imagine. And I think mm-hmm. that's something you can kind of cling to of like, man, th- this is the hope and that we're, we're living for. Yeah. Okay, Brandon. And so you have one more thing you wanted to share. And mm-hmm. then I have a take home verse and we'll, we'll shut this down. So yeah, yeah what do you got for um, us? I think the last thing that like I wanted to like try to like staple down and try to get in people's or like try to get people to say is like, like it's good to like try to have that like, Christ is with me, like, uh, like Christ is with me, um, mentality, mentality. That's what I'm looking for. The Christ is with me mentality. And I think like, I know an example of that would be like Galatians 2.20. It's like, I've been crucified with Christ and I no longer live, but Christ lives in me. Uh, the life I live in the body, I live by the faith in the son of God. I mean, I know that head, that verse is sometimes in my head and, or in my head a lot actually. Mm -hmm. And I think it's it's really good to think that way because if you're like if you're confident and you have that hope that he is with you all the time, I think I think things will go really well for you and I just think that your relationships you'll see a an improvement for the better. Yes. And I, I want to clarify your relationships will improve, um, but it may not be always the way you would want. In fact, mm-hmm. they may get harder at first. It might take time, it yeah. might it might come quick, you never know, but it may it may not always go how you expect, so you just got to be aware of that sometimes. Yeah, but there is that that hope and these promises. So I got one um, take home verse, and it's in John thirteen thirty five, and it says, um, "Okay, by this all people will know that you are my disciples if you have love for one another." 
And that's what we're going to be marked by as disciples of Christ. And I think it's a, a super awesome a promise that God gives us that he will make us people that are known by love. All right. So that's all I have mm-hmm. for us today. I, I want to thank you for joining the studio. Oh, yeah. No problem. Thank you for having me. Yeah. Um, yeah. So thanks for all the support. I've been getting emails and stuff every once in a while from people listening. I think it's it's cool to hear that. And I appreciate. Um, yeah. So um, we end every episode by saying, and that's how you trust God, bro. So I'm going to count us down. We can do that. Okay. And, and that's, that's how you trust God, God bro. bro.